Greetings and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ authors. This is Anita Kelly, and my guest today is Susie Clark. Hello, Susie. Hi, Anita. How are you? I am well. How are you doing? I, I'm doing good. Doing really well. Oh, I'm Enjoying glad to hear the fall. That. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Awesome. It's a, it's a nice season, isn't it? It is. It, it is my favorite season. It really is. Oh, cool. Cool. I love the colors and just the bugs aren't as bad as they are in the summer and it's just really nice. Yeah. And we kind of had a nasty summer, right? We did. It was, it, I don't know how it was in Pennsylvania, but Ohio was, it wasn't the most pleasant summer we've had. It was just so hot. Yeah. I think it, that's the way it was here, and we didn't spend a lot of time outside, unfortunately. <laughs> <sighs> so, so Susie, I wanted to talk with you, and thanks for being on the show, because you have uh, a new release called Enigma. That's right, I do. So, so tell us about this this new release. Well, I'm very excited about this. Was it's my this is my first historic novel that I've written. It's set in the 19 early 1940s, right right before Pearl Harbor, about two weeks before Pearl Harbor. And one of the really exciting things for me is that the setting is in my hometown in Barberton, in Akron, Ohio. So I was really excited to put it there in that area. Oh, I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah, I was excited. I had to make up some things, but <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> but good. it's um it's really fun to you know to it's so familiar to write that and it was like just being home again in a way. So it was fun. It was fun to write it, Aww. and I got some really good support from the local the local area. They're excited that that they have a book. I have a book coming out with their with my hometown in it. So they're all, all my people are excited about it. So. Oh, that's so nice. So, yeah. Um it is about is it about the war? Um actually, it is um it's about a spy who was sent from Washington to this town in in uh Accra in Akron, Barberton area in Ohio, who is going to go to the airplane plant because they suspect that information is being stolen or tampered with. And at the airplane plant, the designs, uh, shipment dates, uh, mm -hmm. amounts, those kinds of things. So um, she's sent there to try to find, if there is a spy, to try to find the spy. Okay. And that's where that's where it starts. All right. And then it kind of just leads in leads into the things that she gets into and what happens to her. And obviously, there's a love interest in that. So okay. So why is it called Enigma? Well, that's a great question. Enigma means a mystery or something that's hard to figure out. Mm -hmm. And really, um, her code name is Enigma. Uh, the the um, the agent's code name is Enigma. Okay, that's cool. How did you come up with that? I I had heard it years ago, Anita, years and years ago, and it was fa that the just the word fascinates me. Okay. Not everyone knows what it means, but it's just fascinating to me. And it just seemed to really, as I thought about the story and developing the story, it just seemed to fit really well in mm -hmm. that story. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So, I love yeah. that it's her code name. Yeah, it's her coding. And I can't tell you anything more about that part, so because okay. I don't want to spoil. Have to, we have to be careful today and not 
Okay. <laughs> and not do no any spoiler spoilers, alerts, so right? I'll be, I'll be careful. I'll okay. be real careful. Okay. It's, it's a story of this, the woman, her name, uh, well, our, obviously her code name is Enigma, and her name is Polly, and she comes to this town, and she, um, you know, of course, there was a shortage of, back in those days, during right before the war and close to it, there was a shortage of housing and space because everybody was doing all kinds of things, moving around, working in the, especially in the plants, they were having a flux of people coming in to these airplane plants and production production plants, and there just was no housing. So she is going to stay at a boarding house right there in town where the mayor has asked all the people to open their homes for people because there's been such an influx of thousands of people have come into the area to work at all these plants and do everything. Okay. So, so then it's a story of her. Wow. That, that sounds like an awesome read i uh can't wait to read it i actually have it um and great just it's on my list um like i saw the cover so did you choose that cover yes the the bold strokes uh people were really good about helping me uh work that cover in um so i was very excited about it uh, because it just fits it so it just fits it so well okay so so Enigma, right, is is like this thriller intrigue novel. Um, like romantic your... intrigue. Okay. Historic romantic intrigue. That's okay. that's how we're we're billing it because it's it's about fifty it's fifty percent romance and fifty percent intrigue. Okay. So we we want to make sure that everybody knows it is romance too. It's okay. a, a big huge romance story, but okay. um I can't tell you all about that because it'll give some of it away. Okay. All right. Don't give it away. <laughs> but um, your other books had this romance intrigue aspect to them, right? Um, yes, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how did you decide to write a book that was historical in nature and set like during World War II, especially? Well, um, I, I talked to some some of my friends, quite a few of my friends, and I said, okay, if you, if you would have an opportunity to read a, hist a historic novel, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lesbian historic um, set during the war, would you like to read it before – would you like to read about before Pearl Harbor or after Pearl Harbor? And all of them, all of them said before. Really? Yeah. And – I was leaning towards before because there's so much written about during, you know, when the war gets started and we get into the war, there's been so much written about, but there's not a lot written about what happens to us prior to Pearl Harbor. You know, what's going on in our country? What are we doing? What are we thinking? How do we feel about the war in Europe? Those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So all those issues are touched upon in this book. Mm -hmm. um, I was real trying, tried to be really careful to get, the intrigue part as part of the war, that that's part of the intrigue part of it. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, to how do we feel about it and things like that. Yeah. So, so are you interested in, in like history and world war two, especially? I am, but I'm, I'm, and I am really interested in what happened in this country prior to Pearl Harbor okay. and how we acted. What do we do? What led up 
to us getting into the war, obviously, we we did have choices. I mean, mm-hmm. the United States had a choice. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that I found out that happened prior to Pearl Harbor, I, I didn't realize that that, you know, we were we were being our ships were being destroyed mm-hmm. prior to Pearl Harbor. And there was a lot going on. And the, the one thing that kind of cinched it for me mm-hmm. Uh, to make me to make a decision about what time period to write was in January 1941. Um, President Roosevelt gave his uh, ad- union, you know, State of the Union address, and in that address, and in several other close to it, he talked about the possibility and the reality of spies being here in the United States, and that just. That just cinched, it, just cinched it for me. Yeah. I never thought about that. I never mm-hmm. thought about spies actually being here in the United States because we always think about it in other countries. Right. We always, you know, especially England and France, you know, they have all kinds of spies. Everybody was, and all the movies are about these spies that are trying to get information from the different countries. Mm-hmm. But there just isn't anything hardly at all about what happened in the United States. Yeah. So that was kind of the censure for me that I, that was it for me. And when I found that, I thought, oh, that I, because I, I was worried reality could it, you know, because I, even though my stories are fiction, I really want them to be based in reality. Mm-hmm. And boy, when I, I read his, President Roosevelt's talk and what he said, I thought, that's it. I know I've, I've got legitimacy now for what I want to try to do. So. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, you would like, um, have you ever heard of a TV show called Foil's War? No, I haven't. It's um, uh, it's put out by, I think, the BBC. It's a British show. But um, it's interesting because it, it tells the story of World War II, like pre-war, during war, and even after, um, mm-hmm. from the perspective of the Brits. And how they feel about America, like the U.S. getting involved in the war. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like there are uh, a lot of sentiments pro and anti. um, And it it Mm -hmm. just never occurred to me, you know, I don't know. Uh, So it's, uh, yeah, you would probably like it. It's a good show. Oh, I'm sure I would. Yeah. I'll have to look it up and see. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. So um, what kind of research did you have to do for this then? Oh, the research almost was endless. It really was. It took me, I was probably heavily involved in nothing but research for about eight months before I even started writing. Seriously? It, yeah. It, it It's... Plus, I had to make some things up, like I said, because there just wasn't what I needed in the area. So then that was more that I wanted to research because my goal has been to immerse the reader in 1941. Mm -hmm. And when you step into when you open that first page, my goal was to put that reader right there and let and keep them there, not let them step out. Mm -hmm. So every word that's written, every phrase that's used everything had to be Mm -hmm. that would be done in 1941 that you can't read a a a page or a scene and say nah that you know that wouldn't happen Mm -hmm. so I was I I just really wanted to be very careful so there was and plus um, there was just so much going on here in the United States and um, conversations that characters have 
course, it has to be, I want it to be based on reality of the actions and events that were happening right then during that time period. So I had to do a lot of research on what was going on here in the United States. What were they doing? What were their concerns? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy that? Like, like looking up the lingo and um, I did, yeah. I really did. Yeah. I enjoyed it very much. I have several books, um, historic books that I just, I enjoyed so much going through them and, and learning more. And I, it just amazes me. I know in my acknowledgements, I say some things about how I felt about the research. So that's so cool. I know I wrote a, a uh, short story that takes place in um, like the twenties and it was just fun just to, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. just, kind of research what people were saying like that you know and uh you know what they weren't saying really you know mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah that that is fun like language is is just uh i don't know it it's really cool to study i guess and yeah it yeah. is it really is so, well someone had asked me what what uh what was the most fun? What was the most fun scene that you wrote in the book, in the whole book? Uh-huh. And I've, I have thought so, <laughs> so much about that since I talked to them about it. Actually fun scene. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say the, the most fun I had was writing a scene where uh, Polly and the woman that she's, that she's staying with her and some of their friends from the, pl- the airplane factory mm-hmm. are going to a Glenn Miller concert. <laughs> That's and, awesome. and it, it, and actually in Akron, it was an actual place where Glenn Miller really did perform there at the ballroom there down in summit summit ballroom. And uh, I, I got to go to the area. I got to research, search that. And he really had been there and it was just so fun oh, to step cool. back and go through that. Yeah. That's so cool. Good for you. Oh my goodness. So I, I want to say more, I want to say more than that about that particular part. Cause okay. it was one of the most fun scenes I, I wrote in oh, the book. Cool. So you know, because of this, you know, historical component, um, did it take you longer to write than it did any of your other novels? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, well, uh, well, ex- no, actually excluding the research because I did so much and then I outlined the chapters. Okay. This time I, uh, I, out- I did a little different than I have in the past. I, and I think I'm going to start doing that. I have started doing that with all the books now that I write. But I wrote the chapters out and tried to outline those chapters before I even started because it there's so I had so much by the time <laughs> I was done. I had to be careful about getting off wow. on on an off topic somewhere. So I wrote the chapters out as far as an an outline mm-hmm. and then and then and then approached it from that way so I was able to stay on task and you know make sure that uh, the goals and objectives of this writing was what the story really what I really wanted in this story did you find that that worked out better for you um like having an outline to follow than just kind of flying by the seat of your pants well yeah in this particular case it really helped a lot Mm-hmm. because because it helped me I wrote faster once I started I think I was done in six months wow. it took me six months I think to write the book yeah. but I had so much it was it was a matter of take keeping what I really needed to 
um, enlarge and, and expand the story. So did you have to edit uh, like a lot out? Um, no, actually I did. I personally, when I edited, I didn't edit a lot out. It, it was more of uh, word choice, sentence structure, that kind of thing. It really wasn't scenes. Okay. All right. So, um, and of course, I have I had two editors on this book, one for content and one for copy. So that really helped, you know, keep it clean and, oh, and keep it organized. That's great. Yeah, that yeah, I, was, yeah. I was really blessed to have that. That's wonderful. They just added so much to it. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet that is that is really fabulous um, to have that. And is that something that your publisher offered to you? It ended up yes, it ended up that way for two of my books, uh, Shadow Shadow Dancers, the last book that are in the books, the Shadow series, and Enigma. Um, I don't know that that will be in the next book that I'm working on, but for those two book, books, it was, and it, it just really it shows they're they're just precise and clean and and very streamlined. So I was just really blessed to have those two with me. Wonderful. So are you already working on something else? Yes, actually, I have a contract again. It's another historic novel, oh. fiction novel, okay. and it's going to be, uh, it'll also be a historic romance. It's a Western, and it will be intrigue and romance again, so. Wow. What's it's, it's, set so... It, it's set in uh, 18, 1868, I think, is the year it's set in. So let me think, is that right after the Civil War? Yes, it, it's about, well, it's about uh, 10, not quite, let's see, it stopped, I think, six, I'm not sure, I think it was 65. Yeah, so yes, it's definitely good. after, I think it's after, yes, it's definitely after the, the Civil War. I didn't, I didn't want to touch on the Civil War. I didn't want to get into that part. So that's, and I didn't want to deal with some of the other issues that were going on right before the Civil War too. So I kind of skipped. That's how I ended up choosing that time period. So. Okay. All right. Great. Oh, I can't wait for that. I love a good Western. Yeah. it. I'm excited about that story too. It's, it's a story of a woman who is cheated out of her inheritance by her stepbrother uh -huh. and she is forced to go to, from Texas to Nevada to take this rundown piece of property and uh, when she gets there and tries to get the help that she needs, none of the men will work for her. And uh, so she tried, instead of just giving up, she's, she decides she's going to hire women. And it's a story of her and the women that come to work for her and, and what happens to all of them. I love it. Do you have a title for that one? <laughs> it's called Western Blue. Western Blue. Western Blue. The name of the woman is uh, Caroline Blue Bonnet Hutchings, and her dad called her Blue, and that's how it ends up being Western Blue. Oh, that is awesome. Wow. I can't, do you know when that's going to be coming out? It is, uh, you know, I don't know yet, but I know it's it's due to my, I start my actual edits with my editor in October of next year, but it's due in May, uh -huh. but I start, I start editing. Not, I don't edit to October because I'm going to be on the Appalachian trail. I've decided to walk half the trail next year. So I will be town. on the, yep. I will be on the Appalachian trail for about four months next year. So. Wow. Where are you starting from? Um, we're starting at a friend of mine from Texas actually is going to go with me, Brenda. Uh, we, we are going to start about the end of May at what's called Caledonia State Park near Gettysburg. And we'll start there and walk south to Georgia. Oh, my goodness. I'm just a 
you're going to go right past my house. I know you said you didn't live far from Gettysburg or from the Appalachian Trail there in that area. Well, actually, uh, Gettysburg is close to two hours away. um, Wow. But the Appalachian Trail, I can see it from my house. Oh, I have to wave to you. Well, I don't know if is that the part is well going south from Caledonia by pass by you or is it the yeah, other way? Yeah, yeah, you'll be going. Oh, you'll I, have to let I me think, know some. Wait, let I me know look. where it's at. Wait, I have okay. a map of the Appalachian Trail right in front of me. Well, when you oh. when you look at it, if I go by, let me know about where it's at, and I'll. Oh, you Maybe we could say hello to you or something on the way. I think you will be beyond me already. See, that's what I was thinking that yep. I was beyond that Caledonia State Park is beyond. Yep, I see beyond the that Caledon- area. You're almost no, to the yeah. Maryland border there. Yep, yep. Yeah. We're almost. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bummer. Oh, well. Bummer, bummer. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll catch up with you in Ohio one of these days. We're yeah, actually, that'd be great. We're actually heading to Akron. To go see Jesus Christ Superstar uh, sometime this spring. I forget when it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll be there that same week or something. I have family in Akron still. I go there quite a bit. Oh, awesome. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So Let me know. Keep me posted. I definitely will. And same here. Let me know when you're going to Gettysburg. Okay. Yeah, we'll be leaving, like I said, the uh, third week in May. So. All right. So. Maybe we'll catch up with yeah, you. Yes, so lots of, you know, lots of things um, uh, pointed to when I was doing Enigma. It just all pointed to to doing that uh, World War II, pre-World War II, right before Pearl Harbor time period. And uh, I just, um, I'm very excited about it. I, I It was wonderful to write it. And uh, it was a great experience to be involved in that and to see those great people and what they did during the war and right before and what they had to go through. And I've gained such a great appreciation for the women of that time period and what they went through. So is Enigma meant to be a standalone? Um, Yes, it is a standalone novel. Okay. It's not going to be like the uh, Moonshadow series, right? (laughs) No. Because I think that first one No, I don't see that happening. I, I don't. Wasn't the first one supposed to be standalone, and then you wrote one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you. I think you're right, Anita. It did. They just kept coming. <laughs> it did. And it did. But I just. I don't. I. I don't think so because I've already started. Like I said, I started working on another contract for a whole different period, time periods. So. You never know. Yeah, I know. You never know. <laughs> do, do, do you have any plans for? additions to the moon shadow series no i don't okay. i it's it's pretty much i moved on okay so for our <laughs> listeners th- who aren't familiar with your moon shadow books um can you tell us about those sure those those are a three book series it starts with rachel who is um who is a security agent and her friend Claire, that they fall in love, and it's a story of them progressing in their love and in their relationship, and the things that happens happen to uh, to Rachel and Claire as they go through their life. And uh, there's some significant people in their lives that don't want them to, to succeed, and especially Rachel. And uh, she goes through all kinds of all kinds of things trying to get her life in order and of course her and claire have to go through some things to uh, have their relationship grow and uh, 
and all comes together in the last. But the first book is Moon Shadow. The second one is Shadows of Steel. And the third one is uh, Shadow Dancers. All right. All right. Great. It's a good series for you listeners who haven't read it. Check it out. Um, and Enigma is available. Um, it uh, came out on November 1st it, through Bold Strokes. And November 15th, I think, uh, everywhere else. Um, yes. It'll be out here shortly. So Okay. All right. We can't wait. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to looking to looking at that one and Western Blue um, whenever that comes out. I'll be bugging you. Uh, good. good. That's great. <laughs> so, I'm right in the process of writing or like I said, right now. And awesome. I, it, it's due to my publisher in uh, April. So. so can we expect a book about the Appalachian Trail then? You know, I don't think so. What? I won't say no, absolutely not. But it's funny you should mention that because a friend of mine called and and she's in the process right now. She's another uh, fellow author with Bold Strokes. And she had, when she found out I was going on the Appalachian Trail, she actually called and asked asked me if it was all right. She had started was getting ready to start a book about the, a person hiking on a woman hiking on the Appalachian Trail, and she said. It, are you okay? I don't want to steal your thunder. I thought it was so oh, sweet that she'd ask me to do that. Yeah. And I said, no, absolutely not. You go ahead and write your book. So that is I don't have any plans for that. I really don't. That's unbelievable I th- that she asked you that. That's nice. Yeah, isn't it sweet? Yeah. I think one of the reasons I don't is because, you know, in the first book, Moon Shadow, mm-hmm. uh, when Rachel and Claire were um, – were um, in a plane crash and they landed in Alaska Mm -hmm. and they had to hike, you know, her Rachel and her three Claire and their two friends had to survive and get out of there. It was all my, a lot of the experiences I had and a lot of my, um, you know, just relation to myself as far as in backpacking and all that came into play in that book. And I, it's like, I got that out of my system (laughs) Okay. <laughs> when I wrote <laughs> when I wrote that book because it was it was quite the survival story for them for a while in, in my shadow so okay awesome so um I've never asked you this Susie but but have you what what genre do you like to read what books do I like to read yeah when, what genre yeah like, um you- I like I like romantic intrigue. Okay. I really, I really do. I'm, I'm not usually a straight romance reader. I like to have that action adventure and intrigue. Okay. So you, I love romance. I like to to read. read, Yeah. Yeah. I like, and I, I do read romance and I do read mystery, Mm -hmm. um, you know, cause I like to be well-rounded. I also read, um, non-lesbian fiction also, Mm -hmm. uh, because I just like to, you know, I like to see what's going on, what other writers writing what they're doing Mm -hmm. um it was my goal this year to uh, read several pulitzer prize winning novels and so i ordered some and have been reading them but when i'm writing i'm and i know other authors are like this too when i write i can't read yeah well it's not just that i don't have time it's just that it it's i seem to immerse myself in their writing and i have to be real careful so i don't usually read when i'm writing i can understand that the their characters are in your head and you know Mm -hmm. get a clear and i yeah yeah so yeah i I get into the characters when i read the stories just like everybody every other reader yeah 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 i can that that's hard to do so, um, can you tell us about any any good books you've read or 
you're reading. And that I've read. Oh, uh, The Telltale was really good. I really enjoyed that one. That was by um, Claire Ashton. Oh, okay. And uh, I read a book. Oh, gosh. I've read so many. I've read a couple Bold Strokes authors here recently and uh, enjoyed them. Uh, Elena Erdell just came out with a new book. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Fire and... Ooh, I'm gonna. I hate it. That I can't remember what what that book is about. What that book is called. I'm not familiar with um, Elena. Yeah, she's a new author. This is her first novel, oh, and it was great. a great a great read for me. Um, I've read. Uh, oh gosh, I've read. Uh, uh, J.C. Morrison, okay. uh, Perfect Fifth, and uh, Nance Sparks. Uh, I just read San- Secret Sanctuary for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, Great. Uh, let's see, Jeannie Levick had a book came out called called um, Embracing the Dawn, the Moon, mm-hmm. and I read that one. That was a great book too. So there's been a lot of <laughs> I've read a lot, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in between editing and not writing yet. So I, I kind of like sucked as much in as I could and yeah. and uh, as many stories as I could read until I started writing again. So now I'll slow down and just go ahead and. And write, write. Yeah. yeah, and just focus on my writing. I know. But I do. I I like to read westerns, okay. and of course, I know you and I have talked before about my all-time favorite western is by Larry McMurtry called Lonesome Dove. Uh huh. Yep. But uh, I and I like I like um, some other non-lesbian authors too, like um, you know ones that have action adventure and uh, kind of intrigue those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Cool. I just uh, I just picked up a new Larry McMurtry. Uh, don't remember the name of it, but yeah, it's one that I hadn't read before. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like his stuff. There's yeah, there's there's some there are some great authors and uh, mm-hmm. both both lesbian authors and non-lesbian authors. I'm so grateful that I get to read them that I can read and yeah. And take my and I I like to read I, I I you know I don't travel as much as I used to I used to travel a lot and listen to audio but I like to pick up a book and hold it in my hand and read it yeah me too that's that's my favorite I like to um when I'm mowing the lawn on the tractor you know like I like to mm-hmm. listen to books and but mm-hmm. um it's just I I it just can't compare to picking up a book and reading it you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah that's yeah. great that's great so Enigma sounds like it is just an awesome book i am so impressed like that you spent (laughs) eight months doing research for that that is incredible that really is well it you know it wasn't constant every day but in the end yeah it was and i do have to put a plug in though for for the barberton library staff that uh down there in barberton ohio that were so gracious in helping me and helping me find what i needed they were just so good to to help me that's so nice that's awesome and i'm sure they were glad to do it too like yeah, they were they yeah. really were they were just so helpful and excited that i was writing about barberton so oh that's so cool that's great so um susie thank you so much for being on the show today um i am looking forward to reading enigma um it sounds like a winner um and uh yeah, and, and I also am looking forward to Western Blue, too. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Anita. It's just such a great uh, blessing for me to be able to be on your show. I just enjoy so much being with you and uh, hope things go well for you. And yep. Yeah. Lucky thanks. us that we have you out there for us as, as authors and it's really greatly appreciated. It really uh, helps us to get our, our books out there and get them known. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for being on the show. And um, I'll have to catch up with you either in Gettysburg or in Akron one of these days. Okay. All you right. bet. All right. Well, thanks again. Um, that's all the time we have for today. And um, I'm Anita Kelly. Thanks for joining Liz. Talk about books, baby. And thanks again to Susie Clark and look for her book, Enigma. Until next time, may your journey be lighthearted, peace be plenty, and be safe, folks. <laughs>